provide everything you need And I like your smile, I don't want to see you cry Got some questions that I gotta ask And I hope you can come up with the answers Girl, it's easy to love all right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. 877-37-GRIND is your number. All right, keeping it rolling. Um, before I talk about this Devontae Adams situation um, and his comments about Jacoby Myers, um, speaking of Floyd, um, I mean, Lloyd, excuse me, being... Um, no, Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd, yeah, mm-hmm. being signed. He was one of the Freeman agents that were out there. So, according to, uh, was it NFL.com? Yeah, so that's, NFL. An, that's another name off of NFL.com's top 101 NFL free agents of 2023. Um, so, when you look at what's left... Because they had the top 11, right? They got the top 11 that they think is left. Out of it's approximately, I think I think we're sitting at eleven left, correct? Right. Yeah. Um as as you if you're to count them all out. Um the number three as we entered the off season, the number three best available was DeAndre Hopkins. He's still there. You know, okay. that we'll find out from that one eventually. But if you're looking to shore up your defense and we're coming into this part of summer, you might be able to get some good values if you're a team out there to stretch a little bit of cap space. And I know we're coming on what June? I think it was. I think it's June sixth is the day we'll find out about like Dalvin Cook's f- future and stuff like that oh, yeah, because I'm we're going on that on release date for too. tomorrow, right? So, um, looking at where we're at, you have to, you go from three with DeAndre Hopkins to number twenty-seven with Unique Ngakwe, defensive tackle. He's played last year with or uh, edge rusher. Sorry, he played last year with um, Indianapolis. Uh, he's been over there in Las Vegas. Of course, you might remember his time from the Ravens and even the Jaguars. Yeah, but he was a disappointment for Indy last year. They signed him in free agency, leaving the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And at the time they did it, I'm like, Raiders defense sucked. I don't know why y'all trying to go over there and look for any other than um, a man uh, on the edge. What's his name, What's his name for the Raiders? Uh, Nassib. Nassib. Other, I think you're. I think you really think of Max Crosby. Though? Crosby, not yeah. NASA. Max Crosby. Other than Max Crosby, <clears throat> excuse me, that D line's a hit and miss. So I can see why he still ain't signed. He had a bad year last year for the Colts. They didn't get no return on their investment. Right, um, thirty six overall. You, you you do still have Jadavion Clowney out there. You know, there's been rumors about him maybe being down to. Reunite with the Houston Texans, who drafted him almost 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, he's sitting there at 36 overall available. Um, Defensive-wise, again, Marcus, I'm going to run through a couple of these names. Marcus Peters out there, he's 47 overall on their list. Of course, he's entering his 30, uh, 30th um, year season, you know, age 30 season. Um, on the other wrong side of that, you know, on that decade for a corner. Uh, Melvin Gordon back there at 53. Frank Clark still available. Don't forget the Chiefs uh, moved on from him. Justin Houston, another edge rusher that's out there, and John Johnson, if you're looking for a safety. Quarterback-wise, the only one to make the list still is Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves. He's out there 59th overall on their list, and um, we do have a guard, Dalton Reisner, you know, from, from Don- Denver. Yeah, he, he, he was a casualty. I mean, he's okay. I mean, he's probably a little bit surprised. Look, let me tell you something. Out of the ones you named, I'm going to say Clark – and um, who's the other one? Uh, Clark from Kansas and Houston. 
He's on that Justin list, right? Houston, yeah. I would say two of the, the only reason why those two guys, I mean, age has a little bit to do with it, but the only other reason why those two guys ain't signed yet because they want the money. They're they're asking they're they're wanting too they're wanting too much and and not saying that they don't deserve I mean those dudes are going toward the end of their careers they got to get what they can at the time but when you're talking about OTAs and the second week of OTAs for most people starting OTAs now you know June's gonna you're talking about being in camp about we're about by only about six seven weeks away from camp starting you know so to me those guys not being signed yet in their resume. Yes, age has something to do with it, but I think if anything, in my opinion, their asking price is a little bit too a little bit high at this point. And you know, it's kind of if you can afford to do it, and those guys probably can afford to do it. It is better to if I'm an agent representing them. Those two particular guys we're talking about, I'm telling them, you know what, you might as well wait, wait it out, take care of your body, keep you know, keep your body ready to go. You know, no veteran like that is rushing to get into anybody's camp anyway. But take take care of your body because basically injuries happen like this in OTAs and camp. I hate to say it. Let me knock on wood. I don't even know why I do this because as many injuries that the team that I've got interest in has had to deal with it, and it always happens if I say anything. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend to hell with it. Knock on wood. There's gonna be somebody else's significant name that's gonna go down in OTAs before we even get to camp. It sucks, but it's just the nature of this business, and and I just know it. It's the nature of the beast also, and and that's just one of those situations, and somebody like those two guys can capitalize off of that. That could be the difference of getting you just waiting it out and catching a team that's desperate can make a difference of maybe about 2 to $3 million minimum swing that way, on a, even on a one-year deal, you know, uh, if you're in the guy in those positions. Um, Teddy... Not really a surprise yet that he hasn't been signed. Um, you know, we know the quarterback market. I mean, unfortunately, Teddy's one of those guys that is due to the significance of his injury years ago that derailed his development early. I mean, he's resulted in being he's going to be a backup. I mean, and it just comes down to where most quarterback rooms, you know, they do have that new rule that they've allowed, you know, the emergency quarterback thing. But I think Teddy, it's not a surprise to me that he hasn't been signed yet as well, too. Um, Another one that uh, we, again, that's important a little bit to this region that we, we, we brought him up a few weeks ago, but still has not signed yet. And that's former Dallas Cowboy running back Ezekiel Elliott. Now I know their former, uh, running backs coach was with, you know, he was quoted over the weekend saying that he feels that, you know, the main reason why Zeke isn't basically signed is because just the reality check of where he's at, meaning like he's not going to be, he hasn't accepted maybe the fact of being the number two or three. And to be honest with you, in most cases, probably what's out there, unless injuries take place, probably more and more of a third. And, you know, he, he's in the guise of Zeke's stature. And, but at the same time, his running back coach did also say, his former running back coach just said, hey, look, he's still productive, which, I mean, he still scored touchdowns last year. He can still move the chains on short yardage. He's still a load to bring down. But I just think that basically there's there's a couple factors into it. One is, is um, well, I think there are two main factors. Is one for him maybe not becoming too – 
the, the looking at the person, the mirror, and just coming to be honest of where he's at right now in his career compared to really what's out there and due to the fact that those days being the future back is no longer there. And number two, I think the perfect storm is that also since Zeke was paid well by Dallas and he did probably get the best contract for a running back, the last one for any running back to get in a while, you know, he's also in a situation where he doesn't have to rush to just go to get on everything because he's one of the very few running backs that has gotten paid, has gotten some guaranteed money from Jerry. Um, don't know Zeke's financial situations if he's taking care of his money, whatever. But at the end of the day, he don't have to rush either. So it's either one of those that you waited out to see if there's a significant injury in somebody's camp OTAs, and then you sign on. Uh, but anyway, he anywhere he goes, I'm pretty sure it's going to be an incentive based majority type of contract. Anyway, what do you got? And and when you look at you know Zeke, he still feels young, you know, in, in terms of things. But uh, all time, Zeke and and among active players, Zeke has the most carries. Of all active players all time right now. Um, he's at 1881. 1881. That's 100 and, uh, what, 180 more than, mm. than Derrick Henry. Uh, so there's a lot. There's been a lot of pounding done. Um, you know, a lot of mileage on those legs. And so when you look at you know yeah. him being available, that is a factor. Oh, of course it's a factor. That kind of goes with where he's at stage his career. But no, I agree with you. And I think, but also... Zeke doesn't look at it that way. I mean, he looks at it more as, you know, him thinking that in his head. And maybe his body, he does feel like he's still good, that he can go. But that's the reality. And that just goes back to the NFL in general, man. I mean, the days of really the Derrick Henry type 25 to 30 carry workhorse load a game is pretty much dying breed. It's pretty much gone. I mean, I'm not saying it's never going to come back because things go in cycles. And trust me, running backs are still important. They ain't paid like that, but you still need them December through February if you're going to win a title. But I think the running back, and I don't even want to use the word running back by committee because I don't really think that's what it is. That's a term. That's an old school term. I think it just comes down to where you want to have one to two backs that you really can split carries amongst. And maybe one is a little bit more featured and that you can basically, that's going to get production and and score i mean that's just the reality is i mean you might have a situation i mean look at detroit i mean they're stacked at running back especially taking gibbs who they took out of alabama you know surprising some people as early they've gotten especially with the running backs they already have but they're they're probably going to be a, a, a platoon of running backs i mean gibbs is probably going to maybe emerge as getting the most but they're deep at running back position um, you know, you might look in a situation where Atlanta, who drafted B. John Robinson out of UT, you might look at that as a – I would definitely look at him as a future for Rookie of the Year because that, that might be one of the few situations where he gets a haul of running. Like, if they're going to run the ball, it's going to be him. You know, but if you look at the contending teams and some of the other teams, that's kind of really where it's at. And that goes back to where – um I mean, you look at the situation also. I don't know where if they have it on that list before we move on and get into the Devontae Adams situation. Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, where do they have him on that list? He also was not a top 101. He didn't, of all, when we entered you know, this offseason, there are 101 free agents. 
Uh, neither Zeke nor Kareem Hunt were in the top 100. I, I, I can see maybe Zeke. I told you they missed the ball on whoever did this list. You can't tell me 101 free agents that hit the free agents this year. There's 101 more better free agents than the opportunity to sign Kareem Hunt. Greg Rosenthal that, of the NFL Network. That's his, his list. Yeah, Greg. And Greg probably only knows two more months more than I do of football in a time. Not two lifetimes, two months. Greg missed it. I, I disagree with that. I don't, we don't have time to go through this whole list, but how can a guy that basically hasn't really been used that much, I mean, doesn't have that due to the fact of suspensions and the whole situation with Kansas City, due to the fact that he was behind one of the top running backs in the league in Chubb, he doesn't have that many miles on him. I mean, for what he's seen in Kansas City, it's still a situation where, not Kansas City, I mean, in Cleveland the last couple of years, he still got his burst a little bit. He can still take one if he sees daylight. And you got to think, too, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but if you look at this, I think even with you, if you look at what Chubb did or whatever, I think that Kareem Hunt still, I think he still clips over 700 yards on the cool. And that, that he didn't get 700 yards? Uh, no. In the past two years, he hasn't. Now, he's also been dealing, and, and, and there's two factors that could go into this. There's the fact that Kareem has been injured in each of the last two years. And, okay. and then there's also, there's when you look at the, the 101 most valuable there's only, I think, two or three running backs that made the list at all. And that's because you look across the league and teams either have their guy already and that's who they're featuring. And so, therefore, because teams only do really carry one main feature back and then you can just plug and play behind them, that's why he just falls down that list of, of you know, need. But, uh, you know, looking at his last few years, 2022, he had 468 yards on 123 attempts, 2021. Again, a real injury year there. Uh, 78 carries for 386. Uh, the, the most he's had uh, since, his, since his rookie year where he hmm. blew on the scene was 2020 when he had 841. So he's only had more than 1,000 yards one time in his career. That was his blowout okay. rookie rookie year where he so, took the Russian crown. Okay. If you're talking on behalf of Jonas Clark and Rosenthal, you've made some good points to sit there and maybe reconsider my talk but i still think because i feel like then that's rosenthal and that's that's just him docking that for the position he plays then and see and that's the way i look at that list different like if you're talking about like the value like the top based off of positioning okay then i can see maybe the fact that if kareem hunt gets left off of the top 100 free agent list but if you're talking about Playmaking ability, skill position, uh, in the right situation, the right fit. If you're talking about basically there's 100 better skill position players total that was free agents than Kareem Hunt, even if the fact that you want to talk about injury, if you want to talk about, well, he's only had, he hasn't clipped 700 yards, Calvin, he's only been five, that I'd still be a, have a little bit of that. Because other than, I mean, to be honest with you, you had a couple offensive linemen that were top, you know, free agents. You know, one of them signed, I, I think, did one of them sign with Cincinnati? or Because one of them signed with Denver, McGlitchy, I think, out of uh, San Fran. And there was uh, Powers was the other one. He was like third. He signed with Denver. Denver signed two of the top offensive linemen. But I think that if it wasn't for – Or that Brown went over to Cincinnati. Th 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 there That's you the go. That's the one I'm talking yeah. about. So, So my point is when you talk about – offensive linemen and you talk about like okay 
But if you're talking about just skill players in regards to 100 skill players, because my whole point I was going with that, other than those big offensive linemen signings, there had there wasn't really that big a name of free agents that didn't get tagged anyway. You know, I mean, so to me, that's just that's my opinion, you know, and, and to be honest with you, if he hasn't signed with anybody yet. And like I said, we're in the middle of OTAs and about six or seven weeks away from camp starting eight max. Then it is going to be one of those things that he's going to have to wait till either somebody goes down or he's just probably going to cheat. And you know what? I'll put Kareem Hunt. In, in, in the Clark and and uh, Houston situation too, maybe his number is maybe his number is too much. That's probably what it is, man. I mean, his number his, his number is probably too high, or either that, or he's looking or holding out for that he wants a feature role, or he wants to be promised so many carries or whatever per game. I mean, that's probably the reason it can't have nothing. Zeke, I can understand which I think is still being miscalculated because I think people are basically leading on that Zeke is a lot terrible than really what he is as well, too. No, he ain't Zeke of four or five years ago with the Cowboys. Feed me, feed me. No, he's not that guy. But at the end of the day, he had like, what, 12 touchdowns last year still, like 11, 12 touchdowns. I think he's getting a little undervalued as well as, as well also because of the reputation and what the perception is. I can see him, maybe. But Kareem Hunt, no, no. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Scott Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spinner of the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great-tasting Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our Mango Margarita, crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We've been broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, and this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. The Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Again, 87737-GRIND. And don't forget, zing zang responsibly. All right, so, okay, so we went through the free agency deal, so that was my deal. So we'll see, you know, watch his week two, three hunts deal I picked up. Yeah, well, what'd you see? But we'll see. Um, okay, Devontae Adams, all right. Um, I don't know who he made this comment to. Uh, the Las Vegas Sun. Uh, the Las Vegas Sun. Is that their major newspaper down there or something like mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Okay. He was saying that Jacoby Myers, which the Raiders picked him up, by the way, right? Yeah, he was, uh, mm-hmm. I think, top 30 on the 101 available free agents entering the offseason. Jacoby Myers was up there. So, Devontae Adams tells the Vegas Sun that... He doesn't feel Jacoby Myers was used properly his time in New England. He was underused, correct? What was his exact quotes? Yeah. Um, speaking with the media after practice uh, through the Las Vegas Sun, um, I didn't see him featured as much as maybe he should have been based on what I saw when the Patriots came here and we practiced against them last summer. Uh, and so far, what I've seen from him now, he's a pro. He's got a lot of tools on the field, and the way he thinks about the game as a relatively young player is impressive to me, so I'm excited to work alongside him. Okay. Um, look, let's connect the dots. Who was the offensive coordinator for the most time with Jacoby Myers when he was in New England? Josh McDaniels. Okay, who's the head coach of the new uh, for the Vegas Raiders now? I think that would be Josh McDaniels. All right, and just a week or so or two ago, or a few weeks ago, there was a report saying Devontae Adams wasn't for sure if this was the direction of you know the way that the team if he's if he's all the way on board with the front office in regards to the direction of the team and where it's going. Okay. Then, you know, Josh had his press conference. He downplayed a little bit. Say, well, all the players have a right to speak how they feel. Oh, they, I've had conversations with DeMonte, and everybody has an input. Blah, 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 blah. He looked very uncomfortable in the press conference. And then Devontae Adams, when he showed up to their first organized, you know, OTAs on the camera, oh, hey, you know, uh, I believe I, like, I want to be a Raider. I love being a Raider. Um, you know, I'm supportive of what Coach Josh McDaniels is doing here, blah, blah, blah. It sounded fake. Now, let me let me tell you this. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. This this comes from, and this is my opinion. You got to read and really read between the lines here. Devontae Adams is upset and disgruntled. I, I'm just going to go on the record right now, and I'm going to give you a couple reasons why I think this. But I'm going to tell you right now. I'll go on a limb. It is June the fifth. 2023 we are weeks away from training camp we're basically almost two months away from a real preseason game i'm going to tell you right now the Devonte adams experiment in vegas is not going to end well he's not going to end his career 
with the Vegas Raiders. I don't care about him growing up in the region, showing old pictures of a silver and black jersey on. Devontae Adams, for one, feels like he was lied to. And I'm pretty sure he was. And in this part, I will defend Devontae was. And what I mean about lied to is the fact that it's like, hey, yeah, we'll trade for you. Yeah, we're going to sign here. Yeah, by the fact, Derek Carr. Come play with Derek Carr. You play with him with your buddy. Blah, 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 blah. whoop de whoop 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 Devontae Adams like, all right, Aaron, you sure you ain't probably playing here? Yeah, all right, man, I'm going to go to Vegas. Go ahead, do your thing, man. And Devontae Adams is happy. He's coming back closer to home. He's getting to play for one of his favorite team, childhood teams growing up. And he gets to be one of his best buddies, Derek Carr. And we think I'm going to collect all this money and the rest of life is just perfect. And then less than a calendar year, less than a calendar year, his whole world gets turned upside down. Derek Carr gets damn near released and they signed Jimmy Garoppolo. And let me also tell you the trickle down effect from the first conference, the, the first comp, uh, comments about not being sure if I'm on the same page, the front off this direction, because the first thing happened. He saw the playbook this year. With Jimmy Garoppolo. And if you watch enough football and you know, and I've watched Derek Carr because he's been in the division and I saw last year what I saw with the Raiders and Devontae Adams with Derek Carr. You were taking a lot of vertical shots downfield, which Devontae Adams loves to do, and he feasts off of that. Playing with Aaron Rodgers, had a couple of good games last year with the Raiders, a couple 40-yard passes, catch, 50-yard pass, touchdown. He had that. He saw the playbook, and there's nothing really in there. You know why? Jimmy Garoppolo's dink and dunk for the most part. He doesn't go all the way downfield. There's first disgruntled sign there. So this starts right there. Plus, on top of this, y'all lied to me. He can't come out and say that, but he's just saying this organ, this front office told me I was coming here to play with Derek Carr and we were going to form this thing with Derek Carr and it was going to be great. Well, the first thing I'll tell Devontae Adams, you won't be the first brother and you ain't the last brother they're going to lie to in the National Football League, okay? I'm sorry that you just, the business side of the NFL just slapped you in the face. What did the five fingers say to the face? Smack! You know, sorry, basically when he just said that a reality, but that's the, that's the that's the reality, Devonte Adams. But in his defense, I'm gonna back the brother because they lied to him. I know they did, and 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 the, and this is what players don't like, especially players. That Devonte Adams is one of the best wide receivers in the game. The way he looks at it, he made a big career decision, even though he probably wasn't gonna finish his career in Green Bay once. Aaron Rodgers left, but he made a big decision to move, a career decision to just be honest with me. You know, just be honest with me. But I would tell Devontae Adams, like, look, man, we got 18-year-old kids that's being lied to in grandma's house that ain't making as nearly as much money your ass is per season for being a receiver. So, hey, it comes with the job. Told you, man, I'm headhunting in the West this year. No love for shenanigans off the field. Going to call you out. But to sit there and bring up Jacoby Myers – we haven't had a training camp. We haven't had a preseason game. And to sit there that has no you didn't play. This ain't this ain't like Devontae Adams commented against on the Bears, Detroit, and Minnesota. New England's not even in your division. You haven't even played against them consistently. You're commenting on this to throw another stone at Josh McDaniels to basically say, Y'all didn't use him right down here, so what the hell y'all bringing him up here for? 
This, I'm telling you right now, I can already tell and read through the tea leaves. This is not ending well for Devontae Adams for the Raiders. And, the, and it has nothing to do with the Jacoby Meyer. What it has to do, he's not going to be able to get over the fact that he was lied to. And they, they pretty much cut Derek Carr. Because they know if Derek Carr doesn't play for the Raiders... Or if Devontae Adams knew Derek Carr was going to be one and done, Devontae Adams is not okay in a trade and not signing to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. He never puts on silver and black. This is a messy situation. And again, you like to think Josh McDaniels has matured since his first job years ago with the Denver Broncos and then also leaving the Colts at the altar and Chris Ballard saying, oh, you know, went through the interview process. Oh, I changed my mind. I'm going to stay a coordinator with New England. You would like to think he's learned and he's matured a little bit more. But the reality of it is he looked very uncomfortable in that press conference when he was asked about Devontae Adams' comments about the front office. And then probably what happened is they probably went to Devontae like, look, man, you got a problem. Just don't say it publicly, man. Josh, there's a lot of people that don't feel Josh is yet showing any signs of a good coach. I'm just going to tell you, Raiders, in my opinion, they are the least talented team in that division on paper. They're fourth. Um, This whole Jimmy situation in regards to the quarterback and do we cut him and we had this incentive and he failed a physical this and this and that you got that lingering josh had to comment on that say he doesn't feel like they're in a desperate situation the quarterback situation i don't know raider nation the black hole you can't win it in august and july but you can lose it and Devonte adams to me this is unless because first of all See, the one thing Devontae Adams is going to be tested with is Devontae Adams won in Green Bay, but he won in Green Bay being part of the reason why they were winning in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He was productive. He he got to eat while winning. See, what the test is going to be, and that's the reason why I feel comfortable telling you that I don't think this is going to end well, because even at the Raiders, he first of all, he's got to be prepared. Are you ready to lose? Because you could be losing. You're not used to that. And number two, even if the Raiders are good or better than what I think they're going to be or whatever, and they get out to a three or four old star, whatever the case may be, he's not going to like to me with Jimmy Garoppolo and him and Josh already having some being in rooms together and them times in New England. The offense is going to look more of what it used to look like in New England with a guy that is basically running it and Jimmy instead of Derek Carr. I told you, Stedman yesterday, last year on the backup knew that playbook in and out before more, longer than Derek Carr even learned it. So my point is Devontae Adams, the vertical down, this, and this his numbers are not going to be there. He's still going to have some good numbers. You can still draft him in fantasy. But the way Devontae, because there's going to be some weeks that they might win that ain't going to be because Devontae Adams. And can he stomach that because he's not playing with his best buddy anymore? And then there's going to be some times maybe where they've lost two, three games in a row. Oh, and on top of that, you're dealing with an organization that you feel that you really don't know if you trust because they lied to you. This is not going to end well, in my opinion. And if I'm wrong on this, I'll eat crow, but I'm pretty confident uh, that I don't know when it's going to take place. I'm not going to say he's going to demand a trade this season. I'm not saying that. But what I will tell you is I'm safe enough to know and safe enough to say he's not retiring, no Raider. He's not. What do you got? 
Well, just I mean, he's he's just really got to hope that this quarterback situation works itself out this summer. You know, that's I think that's probably number one. Um, because if, if Jimmy G still isn't ready and Jimmy G's not at practice because he can't be medically cleared, and that's what where we understand his situation to be right now, then what? Brian Hoyer's week one quarterback. Well, that's right. They did sign Brian for some insurance. Um, look, well, you're the destroyer. I, I will tell you that it doesn't matter. In, in my opinion, with my whole take and the way I look at Devontae Adams and the situation, um, to me, I don't believe it's going to matter either way um, if it's Brian Hoyer or Jimmy. I think the only thing I think he feels he was lied to, and I think that basically he's already disgruntled in this whole Jacoby Myers. Like, look, I was going to let it go. I already knew that I felt like that first comment about the off front office, whatever, I was going to let it go because I was like, whatever. The reason why I'm bringing it up again now, because this Jacoby Myers comment, I'm thinking like, bro, why are you even – commenting about his value of use when and I, I was like josh was over there that's really on josh okay so to me in my opinion this was just another stab at josh that's the way i look at it in the front office because let me tell you josh is probably the one on the phone with him and Kirby, oh yeah but i'm gonna build this office with you and Derek Carr. we're gonna make magic baby let's go just win baby you know, come up here in week one up in the Colorado mountains, get your ass dealt with, with a new regime. That's what's about to happen. And that's, that's when the frustration is going to start. They're going to start after week one. We you're like, damn, now these guys and passed us up. That's what's going to happen. So yeah, pay attention to that saga. You better be right. I don't care who you got thrown to. You still gonna have to deal with that controller by the name of PS2. Okay. Hey man, it is what it is. But all, but professional take, there's problems brewing there. That was just so unnecessary. And I guarantee you, Josh is going to talk. They're going to talk about that again. He, he mess around if Devontae be that type that's trying to get fired from his job, trying to get a subordination. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden there's a report coming up in about six to eight weeks. Devontae Adams supposed to have an unexcused absence at camp, but not in here in the first day. Yeah, then you really know things about the you know what hit the fan. Josh looked awkward, man. Josh looked awkward when though I don't know what is going. I haven't heard his reaction now, but that reaction about that report about not being in the front office, he trust me, I've seen that guy at enough press conferences to know when he's got the wobbly boot and he's not and he he's not as confident as what he's talking about. Heard it here first. Trouble in the desert with seventeen. That's the number, right? So yeah, and that's just years after yeah. trouble in the desert with eighty four. You know, just take one out of AB's book and put your foot in a cryo thing. And tell Devontae Adams there's nothing there's not enough lifeboats or rafts in New York either. So don't think about that. It's too it's too crowded over there. So don't think you're gonna go upstream to the big apple in New York and go follow your other buddy in New York. There's not enough rafts, Jack. Mm-hmm. Nah, but you want to go get that money and you just want to get out of Green Bay. And what's going to happen, you know, and, and also I felt too, look, living in Vegas, Wisconsin, come on, being a multi-million dollar young, you know, African-American dude, I think he's, I don't know if he's married or not. I don't think Devontae's married. He might be. I don't know. But being, living in Vegas, Wisconsin, okay. But also the way I looked at it too, it was kind of, you kind of, Devontae kind of punted 
on Jordan Love, too. And I'm hearing reports coming out of Green Bay, and this is crazy, too. You know, starting on Fridays, I want to do a thing because these are early lines for as early as I can see, remember, coming out as week one in NFL lines. And I want to touch on a couple of them here on Friday. We'll start doing that on Friday. But one that I've already noticed as well, too, that's very interesting, and we kind of had them in the docket for other reasons, is Chicago. Chicago's catching two-and-a-half favorite at home against Green Bay opening that game up. If you look at the roster with Jordan Love, I mean, Green Bay, if Jordan, because now I'm starting to hear things that people say, hey, Jordan, who is that that said Jordan can do pretty much what Aaron Rodgers did? I'm like, hold on, bro, like, relax. Now, I know Aaron got on everybody's nerves, but that's still Aaron Rodgers. But the point is, if Jordan Love really looks like he's made that leap and he's already been, you know, enriched in this offense for the last couple years, and he can come out there and just basically show that he can be a competent starting quarterback in the National Football League. Green Bay, I don't know about going to another NFC Championship game, but Green Bay should still be able to compete for that division. Because a lot of people have Green Bay probably finishing third in that division as we speak this year with no Aaron Rodgers, which we've got to play the games, but... We still got to see what Chicago, they had a lot of cat space. They made a lot of moves. They supposedly have made this team better for Justin Fields, but we still got to see Justin Fields going into his next year. His sophomore technically would be his sophomore junior or junior, your third year starting. Really, I think his second full year is a real starter in the real under this offense. So we still got some uncertainties that we don't know, especially in that division. And then you'll have the team, the Detroit Lions, which I'm high on. But how do they deal with success? Or not to say success. How do they deal with expectations? That's the word I'm looking for. Not success. They haven't had any success yet. But they trended in the right direction toward the end of last year. But how do they deal with expectations? 877-37-GRIND. All right. So before we get out here, NHL hockey. Uh, tonight, Stanley Cup, game two tonight out in the desert, T-Mobile Arena. Home ice still for Vegas. I've told you, if you haven't watched Vegas get introduced in the start of their games, I've, I've never really seen anybody. I mean, you would swear Paul Abdul and Janet Jackson is choreographing in this in like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, it's so detailed, but it is Vegas, you know. Uh, but if you haven't seen that, you got to see that introduction. But they're going to be hosting the Florida Panthers again. Panthers look to even this series up, get back in the series, kind of do what their counterparts did with the Heat. You know, Florida got two teams competing for uh, championships, world championships, speaking of the Panthers, and then also the Miami Heat. Um, so we'll see what happens tonight in game two on the ice. And we'll get to more things tomorrow, but that is a wrap to start the week for this Monday. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. All right, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you at the snooze button for you off the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need.
dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 